Hi family, it's Vui again, and I just want to say thank you for listening in. Thank you for joining me in this process. And thank you for trusting me with your time. Today we're pressing in yet again, and we're trusting God more than ever. Stay tuned. So family, many, many of us are feeling very frustrated right now. Um, now that we've learned that our lockdown has been extended even further, many were already at a breaking point when there were just nine days to go. And then we've been told that we need to endure even longer. Now, one fundamental thing about this process that I always have to emphasize and stress is that it is a unique opportunity. And the fact that it's been even extended even further only goes to show that what God is preparing for you is all the more bigger and greater. Yes, it is a a period in time in which we are going to be focusing in on our opposition, on the virus, and using all these other methods uh, and discussions to figure out, you know, different contagions, which is necessary. But as it relates to you as a believer, as an individual, there's something about the process being extended for you that's relevant for you and for where you are going in your own life. And I just want to relay a message from Job. And if any of you know the story of Job, this is about a man who had lost everything. Time and time and time and time again, he had been told to just give up, curse God and die. And if there if there's any better reference point for loss and also for hope, It would be from Job. In Job 13 verse 15, he says, Though he slay me, yet shall I trust him. Mind you, Job had lost everything from God, and God had not even given him any reason as to why he had lost his family, his flock, his servants, and his health. And Job rebuts. He says, Even though God is doing all these things that look like are against me, I will still trust him. I will still have my hope in him and what he is doing for me. In Isaiah, they say that those who wait on the Lord shall mount up with wings like eagles. What's so interesting about these two verses and why I read them together is that they both speak about tragedy before triumph. An eagle comes to a point halfway through its life where its beak is too heavy, um, it's too big to, to, to eat, its wings are too heavy to fly, its claws are too long, the talons of its claws, so the nails, are too long to grasp at anything. So it's mighty, but it's useless. You know, it needs to be refined again. So that it can extend its own life. It can, it can now go into the new chapter of its own destiny. 
So there's a critical decision that it must make. Will it sit in all its grandeur and die, knowing that it died having been as big as it can get? Or will it make the necessary sacrifice to adjust, reshape, and refocus so that it can extend its own life? And you know what happens? The the eagle begins by plucking out its own wings. So it plucks out all the feathers, all its feathers in its wings. Thereafter, it bashes its head against the rock. You know, and that's after having already chewed out its talons, or chewed, having chewed out its own nails. So it's plucked its feathers, it's chewed its nails, and it's broken its beak. All of which would render this thing dead. This is tragic. It can't fly, it can't eat, it can't walk or grasp. And yet, this is the necessary refining process that it needs to go through in order to survive. And if there's anything that's admirable about an eagle, is that an an eagle is often never swayed by the weather. Many other birds will have to build houses and duck when it's raining. An eagle always soars above the clouds. Now, the writer likens us to being an eagle, those who are who are serving God, those who are walking according to his purpose. It says that there will come a critical point where we do feel that we've been um, slayed. Our feathers have been plucked, our beaks broken, our talons have been chopped off, feeling that everything around us is failing. Even the things that we're pursuing aren't they were not making any headway with them. But if we consider what that process is for, it's a necessary process. It's a refining process in order to strengthen you to go into the next level of your destiny. This, where you are right now, is not it. This is not how the story ends for you, no matter how difficult it is. And it is difficult. We are allowed to acknowledge that. But you're being refined. Take hope in the fact that you're being refined. In this Easter period, and as we reflect, if there's anything to take away from it, is that tragedy always precedes triumph. Jesus himself had to humble himself to death so that he could rise up, not only as a a king and a ruler sitting on the right hand of God, but as a way maker. Because his victory was ours, right? His victory was ours. He he had to go through that process in order to open the gate of opportunity. But he was wise enough to tell us that in this world, you will have opposition. There will be something that comes against you right at the point at, at which you are pressing towards your goal and pressing towards your destiny. But he says, be of good cheer, be take heart, have comfort. I have overcome the world. So these these oppositions are mere threats. What is really happening to you is you're being refined. In the midst of chaos, you are being refined. 
you are being reworked and repurposed. So, as we sit down in this very frustrating lockdown, as extensive as it may be, let's rejoice. Let's have let's take heart in the fact that what is happening in us is something greater than what's happening around us. And that when we come out of this season, we're not just going to come out bigger, stronger, sharper. We are going to be everything that God has called us to be at an accelerated pace. The things that you've been praying for, I trust and believe that they will be expedited in how they come to you because you're being prepared for them. The opportunities, the people, the peace of mind, the breakthrough that you've wanted and prayed for will come to you so much faster than you've ever expected because of what you've had to go through now. Big blessings need to sit on broad shoulders. So God is merely training you, preparing you for the weight of what's heading your way. Be moved by faith and not factors. Don't let circumstances determine your peace. Take heart in knowing that God is working in you and around you. With that being said, I think it's time that we pray. Father God, we want to thank you that you are consistently working towards our good. Not only did you humble yourself and open the way to an eternal walk with you, even as we are journeying through life, you continue to refine us. You continue to work on us so that we may be better expressions of you, of your love, of your joy, and of your peace. So we thank you. We even thank you that lockdown has been extended. If, if it is what is necessary to get us to where you want us to be. We praise you anyway. We don't feel like praising. We don't feel like praying, but we will because we trust you more than our hurt. We trust you more than our crisis. We trust you more than chaos. We praise you in advance, my God, because what you're getting ready for us is beyond our belief. It's beyond our imagination. And we are incredibly thankful that you're not moved by how limited our outlooks are. You always said that as far as the heavens are from the earth, so are your ways above our ways. We will never understand how you work, but we will trust you anyhow. In Jesus' name.